0: Welcome back to the Gym Owners Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. That's Tyler F. Stone on Instagram. My co host over there is John.
1: And I am on Instagram at JBanksFL.
0: The great John, great John Fairbanks, the beard to my other beard, the baldness to my baldness. (laughs) I'm getting, we're we're running into some trouble here, John, where I think we are too uh, photographically similar. It's just two bald, bearded mm. guys on the screen anymore. We like a uh, one of us needs to get long hair or go completely clean shaven.
1: No, I'm not going to do the shaven. I used to have the mohawk. The problem was the mohawk started like starting up here, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, wow, well, yeah. it might be time to. Uh, I thought, no, about, I I'll, thought I'll,
0: about that too, but if I had one, I'm afraid what I would have is I would still have the front, and then I would lose everything in the middle. So oh, it would be dude, like God. it would be I, it would be like a unicorn. <laughs> With like a unicorn mullet thing, it wouldn't work very well.
1: A couple over a
0: mohawk. Listen, you didn't. Nobody comes to us for rash advice or hairstyle advice, obviously. So let's get into the gym stuff. Gym owners out there, you guys have done, you guys done a lot of work on the education side of things. A lot we've seen it. Um, the thing we want to get into today the most, though, is uh, what I believe to be kind of like the pinnacle of a lot of coaches' skills is their ability to assess movement in a one-on-one diagnostic capacity. I think that's extremely important for any coach out there to be able to see somebody move, take them into a space and say, hey, let's go through this so I can make sure we figure out exactly what's wrong and come up with a plan or movement assessments. That's the thing that we saw done, taught quite often in StrongFit. Julian and Richard it was, I think, was the kind of a lot of the centerpiece of this stuff that they taught was let's figure out exactly what's going on so that we can kind of buffer uh our way through a lot of those gaps that get filled or those gaps that get created by doing group fitness. We do group fitness lacks specificity. A good movement assessment is a way to like really get in and root out the problems and make sure that we find out exactly how we need to be coaching people going forward. But the, the one there was but the issue. one thing.
1: Yeah. The, the, yeah
0: there was a bit of an issue that we ran into with the movement assessments is that people would very often uh, have a hard time selling them. Um, They'd be tough to sell, they'd be tough to to get worked into your business model. And oftentimes we present people with a movement assessment. And when they get offer them a movement assessment, they don't really understand it. They don't really want to buy it. They didn't, they didn't quite know how, like, important it could be to their actual fitness development and their plan forward. Because a movement assessment, uh, while it is very valuable, it doesn't actually sit, it's not as much of a product as we as coaches think it should be. Um, I always liken it to, it is a tool that is a part of the service that you're offering. The tool is something that you use to diagnose and figure out what's going on, but you're still there to get delivered results, not a diagnosis. And when we kind of, when I figured that shift out, we started seeing there's now there's a bigger opportunity to, start to fill in with these assessments. And so one of those things came from creating a replicable process, a process that's able to be replicated over and over and over again with new coaches, whatever your own custom standardized blueprint is for how you do assessments in your business. And seeing the need for that, we started making them and we started working with clients uh, gym owners and started having them run these, run these blueprints as they do it. And it seemed to work quite, quite well.
1: Yeah, we found that it gave uh, kind of gave, um greater value to the clients they were working with, the clients that they that they were working with, the coaches kind of in their gyms, the clients started kind of committing to greater investments in themselves. So they ended up kind of buying more into they experienced a little bit of success and then they wanted more of that success. And so they ended up becoming happier. And then in the end, they're more happy with what they're doing. So they do more of it. So the results got better. And then of course, what really was that big gap that you and I saw, which was we weren't making money. Like clients weren't making money. We weren't making money enough to be able to justify the assessments that we were doing. And what we saw was that these gyms, these clients that we were working with, their revenue increased and not just for like themselves personally, the business, their staff, kind of everything started to function really on autopilot, but highly customized to whatever they had established in their own, you know, their own particular location.
0: Yeah. So I think assessments are as they sit, one, a very valuable tool again, for a coach to have. I think it should sit as a part of a product that we sell. And I do think that it is the centerpiece of your ability to resell and really deliver value and results to your clients. So we created a framework that we use to help you guys. If you wanna know how to make your own blueprint, here's kind of the criteria that we use. So we use what's called the map framework when we come up with laying out these uh, kind of a standardized process for your own assessments. And the first one, John, do you wanna take the first one?
1: Yeah so the 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 idea for us at the very beginning was we were building these blueprints custom either for our own clients we were working with or helping clients that were gyms right to be able to then build for their clients and so the idea was like oh the, every time we were building a blueprint it really was just giving a map either a map for a literal map to follow either for the the coach that was going to be working with a client one on one or for the customer then to be able to be like, oh, like this is, I, I've come to you. I have, you know, I, I have gone over goals and assessments, and things that I wanted to do, and you've worked with me and now I know where I want to go. And so the first part of that framework is you need to meet the client. And so M for map. So to meet the client, it was, yes, you literally need to meet with them, Right. To be able to assess them. But this was an idea that went deeper for us where once we learned about like this assessment strategy and how we wanted to start using it, we like everybody does. You start first testing it kind of on yourselves and you start fixing um, movement pattern problems or deficiencies and you start having success with those types of things. And while we could use this to be able to work with clients and help them do the same, like if they have shoulder problems or knee problems or back problems, but we found just talking about movement patterns and deficiencies were, it was too difficult for the clients to be able to understand um, that type of a language. And so-
0: Oftentimes, it was just because people don't want to get just- assess, like that doesn't, that's not a term that really works that great From They're there for what they're there for. So did someone come to your gym to fix their shoulder problem? I mean, it's rare. And if they are, what percentage of of your client base does that represent? So meeting them where they are really is like, okay, why are you here? What's What do you want to accomplish? What's in the way of it? Well, your shoulder, you got some weight, you got some habits we got to fix. All that other stuff goes into meeting them where they are. And I think finding a way to like, On that language i think worked
1: really 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 well puts it
0: in the context of exactly what
1: yeah i know when you and i talked earlier early on it was ideas where like i wanted to be able to work on right being able to get um a, a bigger bench and work on doing some of these things in the powerlifting realm but i had an elbow that kept getting pissed the reality was when i was messaging you back and forth i was talking to you about what i wanted to do which was like i wanted to get a bigger bench I wanted to work on these things and it wasn't until like you kind of poked and prodded a little bit with me that it was like well okay so are you doing these things these things and these things then you kind of started going over specific to what my goal was that Mm -hmm. eventually we rooted out oh yeah like I don't I can't do what you just said because like my elbow gets super pissed every time I do you're like oh okay so like now that gets fleshed out opposed to it being kind of like the lead and that was the big shift that not only so that's what we started implementing in our own physical blueprint in that very first section of it that's dedicated to kind of meeting the client meeting who you're working with meeting them where they are and helping kind of establish what are their goals are and it helped change the next step of what was inside that the physical blueprint document that we use, where it was, it started framing the assessment that we were doing was no longer like, Hey, are you in pain? And let me, let's hear about like all of your painful, uh, um, like athletic history. history. or Yeah. Yeah, Like all those, which those things are important, but that all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like it feels more like a doctor's office visit. Yeah. Than it does about me. Kind of like, I, yeah. I kind of just want to get thick, man. Like I, I want to, yeah. I want to get a big bench. Like I want to do a big bench. I don't want to have to kind of get poked well, and prodded and kind of feel like a lab experiment, kind of a thing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so there's two ways to go about this. So we, the the second step of this map framework is A, it's simple. This is the assessment. You meet you meet them where they are and then you assess them. So in this assessment, the benefit of having a framework like this and whatever it is that you guys choose to use, having a blueprint and a process for how you do your assessments is critical. So meet is to make sure that we are speaking their language. We get to assess that is just what is the process of this look like, right? And so that way you end up having a standardized process operating off this blueprint so you can have less experienced coaches coming through and doing more assessments as well. Because, right, if you have someone that's done 150 to 200 movement assessments, they're going to have a pretty good eye for it, and they can conversationally walk their way through it. But a less experienced coach, I hope you're not just having only your owner doing assessments, needs to be able to lean on a blueprint. They need to be able to lean on a process, a worksheet for them to go through so that they can literally know, all right, the first step, yes, we're going to talk about this, and we're going to go through here, and then we're going to check this, and I'm going to, if some of their goals are weight, we're going to do, we're gonna weigh them. If we're going to, you know what I mean? It should all be in the context of their goals, and having your framework laid out like that, your blueprint is super, super, super critical to having a standardized process. There's a reason, good or bad, there's a reason Big Mac is the same in my town as it is in your town because they're very good products. And while while the bar may not be that high compared to everything else, what it is is consistent. And being able to deliver like a very consistent product that's valuable to your clients is super important. So if you're still doing assessments conversationally, that's also one of the reasons you're having a hard time selling them, very likely, is because there is no deliverable, there is no process. I'm just hoping that the things I'm saying to you, if you're not writing anything down, what I'm just hoping that that works. your client's supposed to just go, well, I feel like I don't know. I told him all this stuff and he seemed like he paid into a little bit of it. And he, you know, that's that doesn't feel like a high value product. It doesn't feel like something they want to participate in many, many, many times a year.
1: It's it's a simple hack. And in my in one of my past lives, right, I was an administrator in the schools. And I had this mentor as I was starting to move into administration, and he shared with me. He's like, one of the most valuable things that you ever can bring to a, like a parent meeting where you now have to sit down and meet with a parent is a notepad and a pen. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and it literally doesn't matter what you write. He goes, you just need to be writing something when they're speaking to you. You make eye contact, you nod, you write something down. Like this is a dude that had done it for 30 years and 30 years successfully and kind of retired in and it was like that was his one of his first things that he taught me was the value of someone feeling deep down that they're being heard and what they are saying matters is huge it's it's it there's a there's a reason why like that is a big piece and so just like you said it's we building that into your system gives ensures that that feeling even just psychological is going to happen every single time. And just like you said, Tyler is consistently every time, no matter who is doing the assessment.
0: Exactly. And the benefit of being able to lean on a framework for this in the assessment specifically is like I said before, your inexperienced coaches that can now elevate their assessment skills, right? That can bring them up to a place where it's passable. They can get good reps. You as the gym owner are not exposed to the risk of having somebody doing a high dollar, uh, delivering a high dollar product at a low quality. You know what I mean? And if you're already really good at doing assessments, if you know the ins and outs of them really well, you can connect with your clients and you really can get to the bottom of these issues, then you're going to be even higher elevated. Then you are doing some real white glove, next level shit where all the stuff that we do as coaches that are great is coaching nerd stuff that your clients don't care about but now you've figured out a way to find the perfect mix. This blueprint gives you a perfect mix of being a uh, thorough and concise and precise coach in diagnosing these issues, but also while being able to deliver kind of a white glove premium product seems very professional and well mapped out and thought out. People want to. People like participating in those types of things when they're paying lots of money more than they like participating in a $500 conversation with a coach. And that's the truth. A conversation with movement and then just getting told, yeah, well, this is the thing and not getting any deliverable and not feeling like it's a part of a real smooth process can leave a very, very, very sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. And that's why we found that a lot of these coaches were only able to sell assessments to other coaches
1: yes absolutely and the fact is is that you the coaches that we work with and the gym owners that we work with they've worked really hard at this particular skill they've mm-hmm. invested a ton of time shit they've they've spent you know like they've spent oh some most of them have spent a week you know at a seminar they've dropped over you know thousands of dollars between travel and tickets and whatever to learn these skills. And there's so much value to them personally that we have to, that was a big driver where it's, we need to be able to get the clients that you're working with to have all that, that like that passion and care and work that has happened previously. Make sure that like manifests somehow so that yeah. it can be reflected you can't to sell the them, client.
0: You can't do them and if you can't exactly. deliver it, well people aren't going to buy it and and so so this definitely closes that loop so if you if you're good at assessments and you have the knack you have the skill this type of a blueprint coming up with a true blueprint a customer focused blueprint really really will help you do the all of the things outside of just the center step. People get good at the center step. I think a blueprint makes this middle step assessment ironclad and scalable. Let's get on to the last step guys. So uh, the last part of this map and work is P and that is for the path forward. And that's super, super, super important. You wanna present them an opportunity with a path forward. Um, you find issues first off, instead of just making it be an issue based thing, uh, presenting your blueprint in this framework with now, here is your path forward towards what? Not towards not having your shoulder hurt, not towards having your lat work better, not towards having your bicep be more functional, towards a path towards why they're in your gym. <laughs> the reason that yeah. they're in the gym, if it's weight loss and their shoulders in the way of them doing enough exercise and getting things done right to lose weight, perfect. Now you're presenting this all as a path forward to their real goals. So yes, we're going to touch on the shoulder stuff here and what they need to do to do it because that's in the way. And then there also should be the other stuff that they need to be doing to get towards their goals, not just what went on in the assessment, but a true path forward for them as a person. Remember, we talk about coaching people as a whole, as an individual, as a human being. They're not a shoulder. They're not a fucking lap. They're not a peck. Okay, This is a person with a goal that's important to them that they've probably been willing to sacrifice that shoulder up to this point anyways for those goals. So let's deal with them as a whole. So, yes, the shoulder stuff is in there. It should be. Here's the thing forward. But then this path forward, because you now include their actual goals in there, it makes sense. It speaks to them in the right way. And so you need to make sure when you're building your blueprint that it is definitely in their language that it is customer facing that it is definitely meant on them and their stuff it's centered around them not their body not their shoulders not the stuff but then after that go ahead john
1: well the one thing like that i was told years and years and years ago which was you never provide a problem without being willing to take ownership of the solution yeah so it's it's if you're going to do this right, you're going to identify a bunch of problems that exist in the client. And so the last thing you want to do is present, oh, hey, here are all your problems without giving someone a clear path, how you personally can help solve those problems. So that's definitely in our language. Go ahead.
0: And do do we solve those problems for the free? So, this, guys, is the reason the assessment fits very well in what we like to do, which is to learn to sell your people more often, but by doing a good job, do it, giving them what they want, this gives you the ability to get your clients closer to their goals, to make money in coming up with the plan, and then presenting them with a plan. This consists of, hopefully, if you've gone through the Gym Hacking University, some very well-stacked offers that you learn from the offers made easy easy segments of that stuff. So now every single person that comes through, you can put together a really nice custom offer or a standardized offer, depending on where you're at in your process. But you can come up with a stacked offer that gives them choices, all of which can address their issue, just with varying degrees of intensity, time, involvement from you, involvement from them, commitment from them. And if these things don't include things like nutrition or whatever, it could be programmed. If you have a bench thing, well, maybe it's some bench press work or specific work, or maybe I just work with you one day a week on there, right? But now it should be presented to them professionally. And it, there, people become much more receptive to a professional presentation when everything else has been professional up to that point. So now they're presented with a document that is made after they're done. <laughs> they go through the assessment. There's a very nice, clean, crisp document about the assessment. There's a lot of, lots of things that you guys can put on there. I put on body scans, sculpt body scans. I put the images show. I write down exactly what numbers I'd like to see change. I weigh clients. I make sure their goes I use quotes, exactly their quotes in times two. They say this, I'll put it down in exactly their words so that I know this stuff. And then a plan to what I would like to see done and what I think the best plan is for it. And then I just had a, a good, better, best, and super kick-ass option for, for that solution. Here's what here's do what you wanna do? And if somebody pays for an assessment and just wants to crawl back into group classes, fine. Maybe, but what you've done now is in six months when they haven't reached their goal, they still know. These are my five options for finally fixing this. And now you've planted that seed and set that precedent. Like, ah, I can pay my way to my goals. (laughs) And very, 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 very important.
1: And what we found is that the results from this, the results of putting together kind of the uh, blueprint that has these three chunks, all that builds out this blueprint is that what we found is every client that implemented this, that was ours that they started making gym gym owners right or personal trainers is that they started making more money more often because it helped their clients the clients that they were working with it helped them better understand why they were there what they were trying to achieve and kind of gave them that start and end date of how they were going to go about achieving that thing and so One of the unintended consequences of just getting these thoughts down in one single place is that it made all that knowledge that a lot of times is trapped inside that gym owner's head, it made that knowledge now duplicatable and scalable. And so we started seeing that happen where the coaches, head coaches, or like you said, those less experienced coaches started getting more opportunities, which actually turned into more sales opportunities, not only doing assessments, but more opportunities. For clients to reinvest themselves for more sales opportunities, and um, it, it really what it ended up becoming kind of one of the key things, and that was being ran inside of our clients' businesses, um, just the merely by writing it all down and putting it all into one single pl- place that could be used over and over again.
0: Yeah, I mean this is, the, this is the first step of a few in 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 this process, but like one of the things that's happened is. This now becomes the centerpiece of this kind of resell mechanism now. This becomes like one piece. We have coaches, we have many coaches that we talked to out there over the years that can't sell assessments. Just can't. People don't want them. I don't know. It's just, what, what do I charge? Or they're very, very undervaluing their own assessment. And I can tell you this is we have coaches and gym owners out there where it used to be the gym owner was the only one doing them because he was the only one that knew how. He was the only one that was good enough, the only one that we trusted with them. And as time went on, we you developed a blueprint to figure out what they do best, customer focus, put it out there, and now anybody's going through this process, and you have very, very very this and so now take a gym owner who every time an assessment was sold, he had to do it, now he's done none, and they're selling ten yeah. times as many as they used to, literally yes. ten times, and he's not doing them they're making the money, coaches are getting big commissions off of these and they're reselling and clients are getting results. I don't understand, so if you're stuck at this spot and you're going, God, I just can't, I can't get people to buy them, I just, I can't, I can't. Then you need to start looking over like, what are these people that are selling assessments that are really selling assessments able to do? And how yeah. are they able to do it and, and this is exactly, this is the first step that's come up with a customer focused framework a customer focused blueprint that's really about them and the reason they're in the gym. And, yeah, and when you do steps. this, yep, and your assessment, your assessment, the thing that you deliver is a tool that is a part of that framework of that blueprint. Yeah,
1: and it's, we, can guarantee, we can guarantee it that if you follow these three steps where you meet them, where they are, do what you know how to do and do it well, and then provide a path moving forward. If you can integrate those three pieces into a deliverable, you will absolutely start to have success because we've seen it time and time again. The only way you're not successful with this is if you don't do anything with this information, if you don't take action, it's a guarantee. It's those, the age-old adage, right? Of When was the best time to plant an oak tree? Well, 30 years ago. So the yeah. next best time is today. So if, yeah. just like you said, Tyler, if you're struggling with it, just take action. Take imperfect action. We've given you this, the framework for those three steps. You can start building a blueprint right now and start using it immediately and start seeing what happens.
0: I love it. Guys, that's going to wrap us up for today. Next week, we're going to touch in on maybe uh, a bit of how to sell this stuff maybe how to present it to your clients, how to market these types of things. We'll get into the sexier stuff later, but you got to do the work first. So you got to come up with your blueprint, you got to come up with a plan, find a way, get to a starting point, for sure. So... Y'all get this ball rolling and we'll see you next week. Go to community.hackergym.com. We have lots of gym owners in there now. We have a few that are running through Gym Hacking University at the moment. So you can kind of check in on their progress and see what that's all about. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Tyler F. and Stone. Follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast.
1: You can follow me at jbanksfl.
0: Guys, if you don't hate us, leave us a five-star review. No one-star review. Leave us a five-star review on uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, it's, it's called now. And Spotify now has, if you are listening on Spotify, they now do have a, you can leave a star review. I don't think they have the ability to type out a review, but you can leave a starred review. So you can leave us a five-star review on Spotify, leave us a five-star review on Apple. You can do it on both. We would really, really appreciate it. And share this information with a gym owner or coach that you love love it. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.